Welcome, welcome to another episode of Simpin' for the Soul. I'm here with my co-host, the birthday girl, Sergeant Curry Pants. Hello. What up? Hello, 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 hello. It's been a while. It's been, it's been a long. It's been a a year, maybe two. Who knows? With 2020, what is a date even? Oh shit! I just I realized I just uh, put a date on us. What is time? Even? I, I don't know, man. These these months are going by so fast, but also so slow at the exact same time. It makes no sense to me. Time is but an illusion, honestly. I don't know. So how you doing? How's how's been your time away from? me and the podcast it's been miserable i miss doing the podcast when we don't do it because then it's like i have all this k-drama things i want to talk about and it just without dan i got no one to talk about it it's so sad it just goes into the ether it just goes yeah and then, and then the fans get pressed and mad and want more and what do we do we keep postponing that's a that's the thing, like, we just both got caught up every single day the past weeks. It's weeks. And it's like, yeah, it's like weeks. It's like, ah. And we have still quite a few episodes to watch with It's Okay to Not Be Okay. We still have six, I think. Six or where is it? 11, 12, yeah. 13, 14. No, we have five. We can do the last three episodes in one go. So two more. We did two more episodes and then... And then, I don't even know. I don't even know what episode... Oh, it's been so long. I have i don't check up on the socials or anything happening lately. But the point is, we're here and we're ready to talk about it's okay to not be okay. Or as I like to call it... Did you know they've, they've started selling the books? No. Yeah, it's super expensive though. But like, they've published all the books that were in It's Okay to Not Be Okay. What? So someone actually wrote those and illustrated all of them. Yeah, it's exactly like how you see it in the in the K drama. That's actually really cool. I would like the one about the child that eats his mother. Yes, yeah, same. I would want that one, the zombie. So kid. I can give it to my child I... and confuse the hell out of it if I have one. But honestly, that I would let my kids read those books. Yeah. Like that. There's kind of like this weird moral to every story. Yes. Like the dog, the chained up dog, like. I like it. No, it's really good. It's good stuff. I would definitely like to just own it because it's beautiful books. I like the illustrations too. It's it's really creepy, but I Funny like Funny enough, it. like I went to the bookstore the other day and you know they have the children's section with like... Because we all, mm-hmm. as kids, we'd have like the big books with the coloring pages and like there's a sentence at the bottom. And I was just wondering like, do, they, do kids still read those? And yes, they still read a lot of those. And including... Some of them are a little weird, though, now. Like, Mr. Bunny farts, or... Like, I feel like kids are so much smarter now because of technology. I would think they read more advanced books than us. I mean... <laughs> like, when we that age. It depends on the kid. Like, I, I read above my level. Look at me now. Yeah. Yeah. That was a joke. I, d- I got fourth. I got forced to read above my level because my sisters were older than me and like the oldest the oldest liked reading so she like straight up tossed me into Harry Potter when I was very young. It's like it was so thick. <clears throat> I was a kid. I I thought it was like a punishment at first and then like as I got like a few years older I, I became interested. I was like, okay, cool. But like when you're a kid and you just throw in thick books, it's not Bro, it's fun. the same thing it's... that happened to me. When you're the oldest, everyone's like, he's smart. 
He's the oldest. He can do all these yeah. things instantly. I'm like, I just wanna just wanna read my Disney. I just wanna watch DuckTales. Like sometimes I want to read the like kitty books. I didn't want to read the fat ones. Yeah. But then it was like a competitive thing. Like all the kids were like, I read this book, it has like over three hundred pages. Bruh, okay. I forgot you I forgot that was a thing when we were kids. Like competing over book sizes. What the hell is wrong with us? Yeah, it's like, oh, my book has no pictures. Okay. Meanwhile, my dad I, was I, over there being like, mm, it doesn't have pictures. I'm not going to read it, Dad. You're a 40-year-old man. Please read a book. <laughs> but, like, I was so sad when people were praising people for reading books that didn't have pictures because I appreciated the pictures. Those I, take a lot of effort now that I know. And it's like, oh, no, if you like the books with the pictures, you must be stupid. I hated I, that. I you know, hated growing that. up as a child, there was a lot of competition going on with other kids. It's a, it's a, it's a ruthless world for kids. It's like you had to be really good at so many things. You had to be really good at sports. You had to be really smart. Yet, like being a kid was. Tough. And now you have to be good at Fortnite, and nobody wants to do that. If you suck at Fortnite, you're gonna get yeah, wrecked. They're gonna send the kids are gonna send the dads over to beat up your dad. In front of you. No, it's like Among Us. I don't think kids play so that. I hope kids that. don't play that. They shouldn't learn lying that young. I don't know, man. Some of the kids can wreck me. I, I've I've played with some kids in the servers. Oh my word! And then, like when they they wreck me, I just troll them. I just yeah. That I sounds just troll that them. sounds appropriate. That's what you should do. If a kid wrecks you, just troll them. I I troll them the whole day. I'll be imposter. Like, I'll have maybe one friend on the squad with us. We both cover for each other and we just kill the kid. <laughs> in the game, in the game, in the game, in the game, in the game. Wow, I got dark real quick. Just like but I'm glad kids. you've been, I've, like, you know, I'm glad to hear you've been spending your time off from the podcast just slaughtering children. But we yeah. need to be talking about the amazing show because we're going to finish it. I swear before this year is over, we're going to finish this great show because I want to see where it goes and I always keep myself back because I want to, I don't want to spoil it for me. There's another I want Dan to see after this so I'm like eager to finish this because like it's got, it's got Dan's and my boy in it, you know? Although my, I, it's changing because I think um, the publicist is becoming my boy now. I want to see him in more stuff. Yeah, we don't like him without the can I just that's... can I just talk for a second? Because I was staring the whole time during these two episodes, watching him. Like he looks so bad without it. Like he doesn't look terrible, but it's just it's one of those things of like, like what he could look bad. like, what he does look like. It's like if you saw like Johnny Bravo without the, the big hair, you would look yeah, weird. But it's also that thing like you know when they have those dramas where the the, the cute girl takes off her glasses and suddenly she's gorgeous. It's him, yeah, except he takes it off, that. and now he's not gorgeous anymore. I always hated that they do that in K-dramas. It's like, she'll have these cute, round glasses, and then when she takes it off, now you're gorgeous. That's and I'm just I, that's the old stereotype. I'm sitting there watching. Yeah, I'm sitting there watching with my glasses. I'm like, okay, so I'm ugly then. Fine. Fine. I see how it is. Listen, I know how you feel. In a lot of these stories, as soon as the guy takes his shirt off, he has a six-pack and it's gorgeous. If I take my shirt off, it's, it's not going to be the same thing. The pain we go through, Dan. The pain we go through watching beautiful people lament at being beautiful people is too much. The K-drama standards, it's I too much. I still love it, though. <laughs> 
True. But yeah. True. Episode nine. Here we go. So the last episode ended with Gangte giving up at his job and just running away with Moon. Except, and this, I mean, this made this makes sense for the character, but still, I'm like, oh gosh, it's just this is never going to end. This is the point in the show where I get a little frustrated because he's again taking that step, but then he's pulling back, pulling back. He's like, I'm running away for a day. And it annoying when he did that because it's like, you gave, you gave her yeah. the hope that you were going to go hang out, you guys were going to bond. And he's like, no. But I also get that, that behavior as well because sometimes it's like that scene entangled, you know, when she finally leaves the tower. She's like, this is great. This is great. Oh, no, we should go back. This is great. You should go back. Yeah. But also... Those people are it's just it just feels like this is now the how many of episode where he's just been like I, I'm gonna do it I'm gonna no I don't want to do it and it just keeps doing that back and forth and it's getting a little repetitive at this point but luckily a big step is oh I was gonna say a big step is made but then it gets pulled back anyway so it doesn't but we'll get into that and my frustrations with this character because fucking make a choice come on bro but yeah yeah, because he tells her, like, okay, we can only do it for a day. We can run away for a day because he still needs to take care of his brother. Uh, he needs to do all the other things. He still has responsibilities. And she is legitimately pissed about that. So she tells him he has a choice. He doesn't choose her again. And she throws him out of the car. And it's like, now I'm going to plan my revenge because screw you. You know what mood though? I would throw him out of the car too. Like, I'm sorry. I don't care how cute you are, but if you keep doing the hokey pokey in my life, one foot in, one foot out, I'm throwing you. Bye. Like you. <laughs> and then to continue the current theme of everyone's pissed at Gangte, his friend is also pissed at him. It's just like... But, he, but he, obviously he's complaining to, to Songte again about it. It's like, he's just getting the lunatic virus from her. He's going crazy. He's just like, he's turning like her. He's, he's turning insane. This is not my friend that I know. He's being reckless. Like, I, I feel so bad for the friend because he asks the friend to help out. Friend is helping out and he's just ignoring him. So what do you want, dude? Make up your mind because you don't want to be reckless with her, but then you also do. And then when the person's helping you not be reckless, you're pissed. And then the person who's helping you be reckless, you're pissed. I don't. Boy, no, make he up doesn't. Your mind. He's we, instead of Gangte, he should just be called Never Makes Up His Mind Day. And Sangte is just like, bro, I'm fine. Like, go. No, he's not. Remember, because he's I'm he's really got the whole fine. thing. He doesn't want to lose him. Which that part of the story confuses me a little because I okay so he wants independence but he also doesn't want to lose his brother so I get that that's the that's the little thing we're getting given. I think that was yeah that was provoked. There's some outside gossipy influences and happening that provoked him in that way. I feel. oh my word how this episode and we'll get to it is fucking broke me. Yeah yeah okay yeah. But after that, Sangte and Moon have a little bonding session, you know, because they had that big fight earlier uh, in the season uh, about the, the cartoon that he keeps watching, 
where she yeah. she they both they both relate to the same character who's just letting people in it's an alien I, I think who's just letting people in their house and they're just wrecking his house or something i don't I, obviously i don't know the context of this cartoon because it feels like there's context missing for someone who doesn't speak the language mm. But yeah, they both bond over the liking the same character, and I feel like at this moment, is also Moon is getting worried that she might be calming down, yeah. or she likes to say Gangte is taming her, which dirty. Like she, he's seeing a really different side yes. to herself. It's it's like freaking her out a little bit. Oh no, she doesn't like this. She doesn't like the fact that she's calming down, but also she's kind of falling into it. It feels, you know. People underestimate how good it feels feeling comfortable. Like yeah. it is a very powerful feeling just to feel comfortable around someone or in a place. If you feel like uncomfortable your whole life and you find a situation where you just feel like nice. And if you look at Gangte, Sangte and Moon, they're three very broken people that are kind of finding this chaotic way to get comfort from each other like it's they're just trying to figure it out how they can comfort each other they they're in the middle of figuring it out but it's very difficult because they're they're three very damaged individuals and they their past issues keep blocking them during this whole journey especially gante the gante just cannot let no it go. he never he never like if he takes that step this all could have been happening faster but he's just like i want to hold in all my urges i don't deserve anything i will punish myself and bro let it go but we get the balcony scene yeah. what happens I wanted to kill that deer. <laughs> I... Cockblock deer. That's what I wrote down. Like what? Why would that deer? I've never ever wanted to hunt an animal down more than I wanted to hunt that deer down. So they were so close. Like, they were so close. It's been stalking her too. That deer just wants to wreck her life. I lo- I t- She's so pissed at when she starts screaming at the deer. I would be so mad too, man. When you're in that situation, you finally get you finally get that honey. Things are gonna happen, and you just you know, hear the most annoying sound in the world. I would grab some weapon like from the kitchen, and I would chase that deer down. I don't even care if Gangte is watching me jump off the balcony and go for that animal. I'm going. I'm sorry, but like. It's bit what a time for it to scream. Why? Why would you, that was so random. That deer has been stalking her when she tries. <laughs> that deer was like, no. That deer's just looking for shit, man. It's looking to piss off Moon. That was planned. That deer had had uh, the, a, the whole evening ends a, with the two of them unsatisfied and us being even more unsatisfied. Because we've been trying to see... If we just, Blue Balls bro, was I feel like these last few episodes are just Blue Balls this season. Because we're all just like, it's gonna... it's go- No. Like, I'm sorry to say this, but Gangte looks actually, like, constipated with this frustration. <laughs> like, the poor guy. He's in constant pain. He can barely move. 
He's walking. His his legs are spread like those cowboy. He's doing a cowboy walk around. It's too much, but he keeps fighting it. Sante is not telling you to not get laid. Please just just go, just go, boy. You're under physical pain. Just go. Speaking of pain, (laughs) after the scene, we cut to the assistant and jury having a chat because they're living there now. The assistant actually sleeps in Jury's room, which that's a weird place to sleep. I don't know why they didn't just give them Gante's room upstairs, considering he's not living there right now. Yeah. I, I felt so bad for the assistant because she called herself slow. And I'm like, what? No, you're not. You're so fast-witted when it comes to the boss. I think she just somehow slowly believes him because he's always picking on her and she kind of believes it even though she is she gives it back to him but like in her mind it's like okay I mean she's my favorite character she's always so cheery but also (laughs) she's such a wit to her most of the time and then the boss just keeps using her because clearly he's using her for surveillance he uses her as a punching bag as well whenever something goes wrong with him it's like, oh, I'm a punch. It's you. This, I will find a way to blame you for what happened to me. That is obviously my but fault. But then she but always no. turns it around back on him, which is which is where the humor comes from. And then he goes, he, he can't fight yeah. that. He can't fight the truth. As much as he tries. Yeah. He he gets like stumped. It's, but she dishes it out really savagely. Because she's blunt. I think that's why she thinks she's slow, she's because she's so blunt about these things. She can't read visual cues that well. I mean, not visual cues, mm. cues um, uh, conversation or like the room. Because there was that part where they were having dinner in the previous episode and she was saying things she weren't supposed to. It's salty. It's salty. Oh, you, the food. Uh, she doesn't give a damn. This was a nice family no, meal. Salty. No, it's salty. So I'm saying she's lovely. She's great. I love her. I think she's amazing. I appreciate her. I I think I appreciate someone who's just honest like that. And it's not in a hurtful way. She just will tell it to you when you don't expect we it. We have a friend like that. Me and you. And not to Ooh. name. But you know who I'm talking about. Oh, and she's amazing. Yes. She's our best yeah. friend. So we know what okay. it's like. It's great I'm, having a friend like oh. that who will just be honest with you no matter what. And she's exactly like this. They're quiet. They're soft-spoken, but they're they're hitting. Yes. Oh my word! I didn't realize that. That I'm gonna tell her that. (laughs) Um, I'll be spazzing and spazzing and spazzing, and they're just like, "Okay, Sarge, you're overreacting." I'm like, "Oh, okay. Wow. Okay, fine." That's exactly. I feel hurt by it because they say it. It's like. It's like Snoopy. You know how Snoopy just is chilling there on the top of the kennel and they just yeah. drop like something iconic? Yeah. It's like that. And you're not even hurt by it. You're like, you know what? Yeah, no. Yeah. You know what? You're right. Okay, I'll I'll just calm down. Thank you. You didn't have to say it that blunt, but I'm glad you said it that blunt at the same time. Exactly. They just they end the conversation right then and there. And it's it's, yeah. But then after that... We have there's a there's a bunch of stuff that happens in the hospital. Like the the father uh, Moon's father tells the the head of the hospital that Moon is just like her, uh, her mother. Which there's a bit of ominousness there 
Because we still don't know what happened Oof. to the mom, except she might have died, but maybe she didn't die. But also the person we suspect is the mom, who's the creepy lady with the books, is having a confrontation with the head nurse. So they're build they're building it up. But like, uh oh, just, just taking their time. It's not the main plot here. But something is gonna come to a head very soon. I know it's coming. It's really weird how she keeps on pointing out she's like a mom, she's like a mom, and that's it's like he's afraid of that. It's like he doesn't want another version of the mom. Which I'm gonna just it's not a it's not a spoiler or prediction or thing going on. But the way he's treating it, like strangling her and all that stuff, if this mom doesn't turn out to be a serial killer or mass murderer, I'm gonna be like, why did what did she do that could have constituted the dad constantly trying to kill her? Don't tell anything, but I'm just saying, I, like, I need to know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe she like ate his last donut. I mean, that I constitutes uh, strangling from you. But not necessarily everyone. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a reasonable thing to do, in my, okay, in my okay. opinion. Take that as a note, everyone. Do not, do not touch her donuts. You will get killed. Maybe she, maybe she did a collaboration with BTS and didn't give them credit, you know? Oh. Maybe. I, I, would, I would strangle. I mean, you would. I would. You would definitely strangle. I give BTS credit. <laughs> But like I, you know what creeps me out about this whole thing. It's like this woman that we suspect to be the mom. I don't. She seems normal. Like you, you know what I'm saying. Like I don't think she has a problem. Oh, why is she? In, you mean There's why is she in the hospital? Yeah, like she's okay. Fine. The maybe, same thing. uh, maybe being an asshole is why she's there. Because she's very mean. Yeah, but like, there's no, like, there's nothing else I can tell from her that's strange. She just she just says really creepy things sometimes, and she sings at night. Like, what? what? <laughs> the rest I, of them got it's problems. It's possible she admitted herself. You can do that, right? Yeah, you so can. So it's possible she can. considers herself a danger to... I mean, the food looks good there. The food... The food looks good. I would admit myself. I feel like it's one of those things like we're going to figure out the whole story behind why she's there and why. And if she's not the mom, why else? But after that, yeah, we get. And you warned me about this from the beginning. You told me her fashion was just going to get more extra over time. They, they're going yeah. out. They're yeah. going to run away for a day now. They, they've decided to do it. And she is dressed like she's going to the Met, the Met Gala or the, the Jane B. Met, if you're in Cape Town. And she's ready to show All off. All her clothes are expensive. Like, she's wearing, like, Balenciaga. Like, she's not wearing cheap clothes. Like... Yeah, you showed me that video, that TikTok video, where all the clothing she's wearing, like, they show the brands, and I'm like, damn! She, she don't dress up cheap. No, no, they they got they got a lot of brands. And yet she wanted that old lady <laughs> shawl, damn. Wait, that, that's, damn. that helped that old lady, to be fair. She's helping, she's helping everyone by taking love, their I shit. Love it. Right? That's how you help people, take their stuff. Like that's how you stay rich. You don't you don't spend yourself. You take from other people. That's how you stay rich. 
financial advice from Sarge. Just take from other people. I think the, the only problem I had with this, this outfit she had on when they ran away and stuff was the nail polish color. I don't... I hated it. It was like a really ugly color. <laughs> like, if she looked flawless. And then that, that nail polish, I just... Why that color though? It was like a, I think it was like yellow. I didn't know. I hated the nail polish. I'm sorry. That was the only thing ruining her yellow whole Yellow nail polish is look. a weird color. It was very strange. It was like she was dressed like this expensive Kardashian level woman. And then it was like as if some toddler did her nails. <laughs> I don't know what happened there. I, I really have, don't know. I have no know. idea either. It, it just happens sometimes. And I'll never forget, I tried yellow nail polish once. Not a good idea for me. Not not a good idea. I, you know, you know. It's one, it's one of those bad. things. Like, bad. It was, it was I'm bad. I'm not going to fight you on this. My fingers looked like bananas. It was, it was I really, would not. No. No. It was like bright, Oh, no, yellow. I'm out. You said the word. I don't know why I did that. I was going through a phase. I thought neon-colored nails would look great on me, and then I took yellow. I regretted it. Have you ever been on a date to a giant bridge? Oh my god, that day! When she sings, I love the singing of the bridge, though! I, as someone with a fear of heights, but I've also been pretty high up, I was just like, mmm... That does not look safe. I would not do that looked like an old bridge. That looked like I don't know when they put the rope in. I I'm not trusting it. I don't care how cute that dude looks. And the way she was singing made me laugh even. I like that she's got scared. She's just he's just like, oh, we gotta cross the bridge. She's like, what? She was no. not having it. She was not she, she the adventurous, brave woman that, you know, could do anything was on that bridge, like, no. No. And then he's like, nah, just stop singing. You're scaring me more than the height. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if you're thirsty enough, okay, you'll cross a bridge to get there. To get to the water. It would have to be Jimin. It would have to be Jimin. But even then, I wouldn't because his booty would be so thick. And on that bridge... Him and me on the bridge with the Djibouti. I don't think that bridge is gonna Would last. You, if you ever come to Cape Town, I should take. I'll take you to the Boomslang, which is our suspended bridge. The fact that it's called Boomslang, like it's no, great though. It's a lot of. It's no, not suspended over anything. It's like it's just high up in the trees. It's great though. It's not suspended over anything. It's just high up in the. De, de, de? It's not like a suspension bridge between two points. It's like a bridge built. In a park. With rope? No, it's built with steel pillars. Okay, see now, see, nah, nah, see now, that I can trust. Don't tell me. No, rope. no, 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 no. It's still, it goes, it go, you have to walk up. Like, give me modern technology, modern architecture. Don't think I'm going to trust a damn rope. It's probably braided by some old lady from the 1700s. You know, I... Yeah, but that old lady knew what she was doing, okay? She had an engineering degree. Yeah, but... Uh-uh. Nah. Mm-mm. I don't trust... I don't trust those rope things. I don't... I don't trust... Uh-uh. Especially when there's a gap. I don't even like those stairs, Dan, that have a oh, gap yeah, yeah. on it. You know when you go... 
I get dizzy going up. I can't do it. I have to hold the railing so carefully. Like, when I'm going up, I don't even understand why I'm scared going upstairs with the gap because it's not like my whole body is going to fit through the gap. I don't understand it. I just hate it. So imagine a rope bridge. I will die. I will die. And this woman is probably wearing clothes. I have to take you to the Boomslung now. We need to record this. Can you? I'll be singing like her and Dan's going to be like, please stop singing. <laughs> please stop singing. It's going to be me shaking on the bridge like, light it up like dynamite. <laughs> Dan's going to be like, you took the happiest song of 2020 and made it so scary. This is happening now. This is like, don't sing about lighting it up like dynamite. We're on a bridge. <laughs> Can you imagine like tourists just watching me sing that like, like lighting up on a bridge? They'll be like, is she? Yeah, you'll just do see the one lady with a kid, like, and then she'll hear you, and the lady will go like, no, 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 and then just run off the bridge carrying her child. And I'll be like, no, you idiot! It's a song. It's a song. Dan just walking in front of me, like giggling his butt off, like this is. Like how ninety percent of the story is just me giggling my butt off. I don't even giggle that much in real life. <laughs> I do a lot of foolhardy laughs. <laughs> Dan laughs at yeah. a grown man. Yeah, that's right. Like a grown man. He's I'm a, a grown, grown man. A grown man who watches K dramas for fun. You know what? Actually, that's not a. That's grown. even not. There's nothing wrong with K dramas. I take that back. Grown men can enjoy K dramas. The women are stunning. The plots are good. Listen, every one of us in the K-drama, K-pop community claim Dan. Like, I'm sorry if Dan tries to do TikTok content with anything else. We will be very sad. We will take him and back. And if that's true, please be aware a war is coming between me and Afrikaans people. And I'm going to need all of you to protect me. You'll get... Can you imagine all of us, if we see Dan get bullied, we'll drop fan cams. They'll get fought with like... You'll just see like Jungkook dancing and it's and, and there's text and it's like stop bullying Dan, there is, disgusting There is a South African piece. singer who's one day gonna get bombarded <laughs> with so many uh, BTS memes. He's just gonna be like, who the fuck is BTS? He came at Dan. All of us are gonna be like, you came after our family. Like, no. He's just gonna get like... Just... <laughs> Like Hobie dancing and this wall of text in front of Hobie. Like, stop being so toxic and bullying our family. We are sick of it. I, I don't claim you. I hate you. Stop it. Stop it. Leave Wolfman Dan alone. It's just like Hobie dancing. <laughs> like, <laughs> he's just not going to understand it. Like, that, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's, that's what I'm going to... I might need that soon. Please help me. But... So they're so so Dan back to the sad. story. They're having a great time. She's smiling a lot, which is surprisingly unnerving to me because I think we established when the first episode happened, I was just like goo goo for this woman, and now she's smiling a lot. I'm like, it's not the same sexiness. Not that there's anything wrong with it. It's creepy when she goes to a cute smile because no. you're not used to it. And she's smiling a lot now. They take like a whole. They take a selfie. They take a selfie and she's smiling in the selfie, but she's being a real dick about the selfie. Yes. As usual. Because it needs to be perfect. It needs to show how happy she is. You need to capture it properly. Well, I guess the selfie is part of the ownership thing she's going for because she really wants to own Gangte. We we can't forget that part. She, she likes does. control. She's a big control yeah. freak in that aspect. 
But when they go deeper, in, they're in a mountainside. That's what the bridge was for. They 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 left. They went over a bridge, which went to a mountain village-like resort thing. And who do they find there? But the depressed girl and her boyfriend. A really smart move to go with the depressed girl and the alcoholic. Just you know, to decide to go to the freaking mountains together. That was a really smart move, both of them. Especially when they have no money, which you is know, what they I, explained. Because earlier, she got picked up. No, Dan. Love will conquer all. No, bl- luck. You don't need You don't need. Remember when money. I said this was a problem? I felt this was a problem. Luckily, the show doesn't go that route. But she was picked up by a brother to be flown to America. And somehow she escaped. But also, he escaped from the Institute... Because of a, a transfer program type thing he signed up for. So they got together and they were like, we're going to run away, but they don't have money. So they did the only thing they thought to do. They called Gangte and was like, yo, we're trapped on this mountain. We need money. I like how I was defending them. And Dan was like, no, Saj, this is a bad idea. I was like, no, it's okay. And then they go and do this and I'm just like, you know what? And then they go do a much worse thing. And Gangte is pissed, but Moon is like, we have to stay now. We're going to have to stay overnight. We, ca- we can't leave them. That would be awful. I was just like, you're sneaky. You sneaky, sneaky. I liked that plotting. That is something I would do. Like, oh my goodness, Gangte. We totally have to stay the night and take yeah. care of them. Ah! Like... This is, you know, for them, it's for their well-being, Gangte, that you and I have to totally spend the night taking care of them. Totally not from it's for them. This is for them. This is what this is. This is for them, not like, for us. He, he knew he has this thing about being a caretaker, and she knew that was going to be the perfect angle. I like it. She's smart. No, no, she is plotting, is what she is. She's plotting this. That's how you plot. That's how you That's how you capture someone, man. That's how so you do it. So they decide to stay the night um, at the resort with the, with the other couple so they can keep an eye on them. And interestingly enough, what we, what we get from this evening is not even from them. It is from Jury. We get a Jury flashback. Which I I didn't expect this, but Jury and Moon used to be friends, like close friends as kids. Um, is it really a K drama if there's no childhood connection that spontaneously appears by episode nine? But there already was a childhood connection. But I guess it makes sense because they're all in the same small town. Yeah, but you gotta have another one. You gotta have. I like how that kid actually really looks like Moon. Looks so much like her. Like it's that same. She's, like, she she looks so creepy and mopey beautiful. at the same time. Yeah. It's like that creepy. You know those beautiful but creepy porcelain dolls? She looked like that. And also, uh, so how their story begins is uh, Jury is a crybaby. She doesn't have any friends. And she decides Moon is the coolest person at their school. Yeah. So she asks to be Moon's friend and they become close friends. But it's it's a very weird relationship where it seems very much like Jury is following Moon around, like obsessing over her, 
doing whatever she wants. But then that goes south because Juri starts making other friends as well and isn't hanging out with Moon as much. And that's when we find out Moon does not like sharing. You, Moon, you, she scared all the friends. She scared everyone away. Nobody would talk to that poor child or hang out with her. I thought that was hilarious, though. She's like, she's like Wednesday. She looked like uh, Wednesday, Wednesday, Wednesday Adams. Yeah. Yeah, Wednesday. Like how everyone was just scared of her. Like Jury couldn't make any more friends. And then eventually Jury's just like, listen, just loses it and froze paint on Moon. Because she's just like, don't want to be your friend anymore. You ruined my life. And I was just like, that's that's sad. That's sad. But like also Jury was kind of like, why weren't you including your friend? You thought she was so cool. Why didn't you include her in the, in the friend circle? Like, wh why do you make her feel left out as well? Like, I'm sure if she was a bit more welcoming in the group, no, actually, it's Moon. Moon would have still... Never mind. Yeah, it still would have been. But still, she handled it very poorly. Very, very poorly. She did, She handled it bratty. Yeah, that's it. Well, they're both... They're kids, but still. It's just like... Yeah, they... throwing her away like that. But, like, she, Jury kind of still behaves that way. That's what bothers me sometimes. It's like... Yeah, we get it. The hot chick, you know, she kind of keeps taking all your your friends and your your man away. Like, stop crying about it. There's a perfectly good man who used to look really attractive with his, you know, goatee that is giving you all the love in the world. You can stop crying and go there. Like, you, she didn't grow up much, honestly. I'm just really mean to her. I'm sorry. I, mm, there's a... There's a, uh... Beautiful. There's plenty of cool dudes around you. Look at the other nurse that's mm. in the hospital. He got shoulders <laughs> for days. Yeah, but he's always sleepy and getting bitten on the hand. That's my type. <laughs> oh, that's later, though. But yeah, there's always... No. But yeah, after that flashback gets revealed, um, the two... And I'm putting it in quotation marks. Lovebirds of Gong and Moon are spending yeah. the night together. And they've accidentally been drinking alcohol, which is a big thing. Accident. No, because the, the, it's the whole thing of like um, the, the other couple, the guy's an alcoholic. And he takes a sip of the drink, which is not supposed to be alcohol. And he goes, it's alcohol. And then his girlfriend freaks out, but he's like, okay, I'm not going to keep drinking it. I'm, I'm, I won't drink it. I'll put it away. I'm not going to drink anymore. Yeah, of it. And yeah. that's like, that's a strong, good moment. But, I'm yeah. Proud of it. But in the I'm other room, of, Moon yeah. is drunk off her ass. But how funny was it the way she pounced on him? She fucking attacked him. She attacks him. And Why it's just am like. I why am I laughing? This is kind of this behavior is basically me. That's, 2020. Well, it's terrible behavior, Sarge. You can't. And so I'm they have sorry. like this silhouetted fight of where he's trying to keep her off him, and she's just like, but it's very over exaggerated. And eventually they sort the situation out and they don't sleep together. Like, if he played it a bit cooler, they could have, you know, had, you know, Ramyan in the night. Like, they would have. They would have. But like she No, she, she attacked. Don't, don't, don't she was just like, like I'm ready now, boy. 
She went full on club girl <laughs> on him. She was like, come here, playboy. Like, child, that, that, that is me in 2020. That is, I'm, I can't criticize what I am. Like, just, I'm not going to make okay, fun Sarge of her. Okay, said it, not me. When I, I didn't do say the anything. same thing. Dan has been seeing my behavior with simping in 2020. I cannot judge. I cannot judge. Because honestly, I'm telling you, the next pretty looking boy that comes and just shakes my hand, I'm going to react like that. I'm just going to, I'm going to, come here, pretty boy. (laughs) But, but luckily, because Sarge has been just on the edge of his seat for so long, we finally get a little payoff. They kiss. Yep. They finally yep. kiss. After he gives her flowers, yep. there's the, the, the K-drama kiss. She even has the open eyes. She has the no reaction face. No, not the no. She has the, the, the shock reaction. Okay, but like in her case, it is shocking because this boy seemed like a touch-me-not the whole damn show. Like even, okay, I always make fun of Park Shin-hei and her kisses being terrible and 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 the most awkward thing I've ever seen in my life. But in this case, this boy was like a freaking don't touch me, don't, no skinship, nothing. If that, if he did that to me, I would be frozen like a statue. I'd be like, yo, is this happening? I don't know. Am I, am I dreaming? Yeah. But it finally happened. I'd be frozen. We all wondered. I won't even close my eyes either. My eyes will be open. I need to capture this moment. Like, are you for real? Are your lips even meeting my? Is that contact? Uh, it's oh still, it's still God, like a closed mouth kiss. There's no, there's no open mouth sexiness. Yeah, they, they, you gotta have that kiss yeah, like yeah, a toddler, yeah, like, you know. It's, it's the same, it's the same reaction I, that when, when like, when you, when a family member go, when you go in for a hug and then a family member kisses you on the mouth. Yeah, and you just yeah, slow mo. Actually, I won't even say toddler because toddlers. I was gonna say. I don't. You, do you understand how many times I've been tongued mouth. on the cheek by a toddler? <laughs> it's disgusting. Yeah, they just go. Their mouths open like. Yeah. Oh, hello, Uncle Dad. Here's your little. Here's his little kid. He's gonna kiss you on the cheek and just. Whoa! They latch on like a face hugger. <laughs> yeah, it's like. And then you just like okay, face. I'm gonna need a towel to get all the spit off my face please it's like yes hello have this open mouth slobber drool kiss and then you have to hold the kid and the kid's like i'm not done i want to yeah, i want to eat your chin and i'm like this kid is a fucking cannibal get it away from me please it's worse being a girl because then they'll grab your boobs oh you think time. you think it's, it's like, they don't grab your boobs if you're a man they'll grab them <laughs> they'll rip your nipples off it's a it's a lot closer so to them as well so they don't have to reach as far to pull it is so awkward carrying babies because they make it so damn obvious. No, because it's like you get one of two like, babies. Either you get the baby who like, like he's like those, um, those fainting sh- uh, goats where they just they're just frozen. The baby doesn't move, and you're holding it like this is best baby. Oh, or you get the baby who's yeah. just clawing on everything, trying to either escape or he's just decided that you are a puzzle that needs to be solved. Like my youngest niece, like she's gonna probably pinch me for telling the story, but she had a boob problem. She just full on, and she was like maybe four or five. She would put both her hands on people's boobs and just slap oh it, gosh. slap the breast. 
And like it was awkward. And then in school, when she had to go to school, the teacher called the parents in to like discuss it because now you got to train her to not do that. Like, I will never forget. I was at the mall, and I I greeted her, and I was I went in for a hug. There were a bunch of cute guys near us. She loudly slaps me on the boobs with both her arms, with both her hands, and she says, "You have a nice bra," and I died. I I just full on, yo, yo. Kids, kids are, man. Kids are a lot. Kids are. Kids are no, too way much. too much. Way too much. Way too much, man. Way too much. I I couldn't. I couldn't. Way too much. I never hid from from. Since can't be live anyone more than I hid that day. I just I died. The eye contact I made with those boys. Um, I can it was imagine. painful. I can imagine. She would like the teacher would pick her up in like the the. The kindergarten she was in, and she had this habit of putting her hand on 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 the boob and and squishing the padded bras because I, it was awkward. Like her teacher was like, "Yo, we got okay, mom, dad, you gotta like discuss this with with your with your kid, because this I can't hope your keep happening." Listen to, listen to this podcast because that's an embarrassing story. <laughs> I oh. got <laughs> I'm I'm glad to know this podcast is a good avenue for your revenge. Listen, I'm a very I'm a Scorpio. I know I'm also a Scorpio. We've had this conversation. I got it. I've got to get my revenge, Dan. You know, know how we I know, do. I know. I have many enemies fallen behind me. But anyway, so in a good twist, the couple decide not to run away. Instead, the alcoholic is, decides he's going to go back. To deal with his addiction because he feels like he's not strong enough yet. But as soon as he's got a handle on it, he'll go find her in America. And I just, I feel so bad because I'm so, I looked at that. I was like, you know what? That's not going to happen. She'll move on. He'll move on. I don't know why I thought that. Oh my gosh. We had the exact same thought. I was like, oh, a long distance relationship. Nope. I was like, yeah, that's clearly gonna wake, like, wake up and 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 just be a romantic story. But it's it's not. I immediately my brain went to, you know what? Once your head is clear and you're not the addict that you used to be, you change, yeah, bro. Yeah, I can even. Once she loves herself and she's not as, you know, depressive as she was. She'll change. You both not gonna want each other, and then you know. I just thought, wow, did I just do a love is dead kind of speech in my head? Ah, twenty twenty's broken us. Single but Dan and I just eating Pringles, watching this, thinking, yeah, yeah, that's gonna I work mean, out. How did you know I was eating Pringles? But uh, behind, beyond that, because <laughs> I was. <laughs> the episode ends on the most depressing note ever of like a manic episode. From Sangte, who is so pissed. He is so pissed at Gangte for not coming back last night and spending time with Moon. So he just starts, he goes off on a rant. He starts telling lies about how his brother tried to kill him. He doesn't care about him. And he just, he's telling, he's screaming to everyone that his brother tried to kill him when they were younger. And 
Yo, the effect that had on, on Gangte though, I mean, the effect it would have on me, I would just, I would break down. If my brother just, if that, because it's, it's more, it's less being said, it's like the fact that you would, be, that he would believe that his brother believes he tried to kill him, but also the guilt he already feels just from that situation mixed together is just, yeah. it's, it's a lot, it's a lot. To see Gangte break down like that, I felt bad because as annoyed as I was with Gangte, everything he did was yeah. for his brother. His life was for his brother. Yeah, okay, fine. He was a kid. And he had that momentary thought of, you know what, maybe it would be better if I let yeah. him drown. You know what? You're a kid. Your life was taken yeah. away from you. You had that moment. It's... But he held on to that guilt and to hear it shouted back at him, that I understood, that that broke me. That's No, that was a horrible way to, to end that episode. We were having such a good time and then it just and went he, like, boom. And I felt worse because finally he starts to let loose and now he's going to go back to it. Yeah. Because now he's going to think, I had a bit of fun, look what happened, I'm not going to do that so, anymore. I said the thing of like, I start getting annoyed how we would keep going forward, back, forward, back, forward, back. Like, Gangte could not just make a decision to be with Moon. Because yeah. last time, what happened with the, the, the guy um, coming to get his depressed ex wife and him hitting him, that was annoying. But this is like a legitimate yeah. character growth thing, which is horrifying and based on their history, and it kind of makes sense. So this is a bit better, but it's still yeah. a bit like we at some point we need to stop pulling back. We just need to move forward again. But that's yeah. It kind of contradicted everything Sante was trying to do. Was I'm independent? Yes. I don't need you. I don't need you. But then the gossip thing happens, and I something ups, of that gossip just. But it's it's me. It, okay. I I guess it's based on his personality and how he is. But like the idea of like I don't want to lose my brother. So I'm going to burn everything around me. Yeah. But so like, nobody yeah, will want exactly my brother. What you mentioned. Yeah, like especially how you mentioned his personality. He wasn't thinking that yeah. way at all, that his brother can't have fun. But because he heard the gossip and he doesn't know that people interpret things differently and they can interpret it wrong, he saw it as that's the truth. That, you know, my brother lied, my brother lied, my brother lied, my brother's doing something you know, and and he can't perceive lies. He doesn't understand why you would lie. That's that bothers him, and that's also another thing that's you know Gante's fault, because if he had just been honest from the get go, if he had just told his brother the truth, I'm gonna go out with Moon. Will you be okay? This wouldn't have happened. Like if he just told the truth, because Sante would have been like, "Hey, go out. It's fine. Have fun." For the day, whatever. But you made it a thing and you were dishonest. And his personality cannot handle that kind of dishonesty. No, his personality definitely can handle that kind of dishonesty. It's uh, it's affecting him. Yeah. And that's why he had that big old breakdown. And he's aware somewhat that his brother has developed the skill to lie. So somewhere in his mind, he's aware of it and it bothers him because I don't know when you're talking the truth and it's frustrating because he needs to read your your expression to understand if you're telling him something sincere and yet you've mastered the art of lying to me. So what must I do to understand you? How must I understand you? 
which sucks. No, it definitely sucks. And it's a, it's a horrible way to end the episode. And the episode begins again. It continues that same sad train that we've been we've ended on. Uh, Sangte is still... We show, see again the lies that he's telling. They eventually catch him. And I, I don't know why I wrote put him to sleep. I mean, they just knock him out for a little bit. And put him in a room. Yeah. Where he can safely sleep. Yeah. I like how that it up to it's not like a scary no. padded room it's no it's the comfort room it's yeah. where they put the the stripper guy to calm down yeah i feel like a lot of um, mental health institutions should look into things like that that was a calming environment doesn't make you feel more tense yeah and he got to zone down he got to mellow out he was okay well i don't want to say he has a great time in there but he does he gets get he gets a lot of visitors in there he was, he was so loved. Like that was so cute, though. But I find it kind of creepy that somehow, like, and I don't mean the nurse, the male nurse. He's cool. He it was an accident. Like we all had that oopsie moment when we were talking about someone. We got excited, and they happened to be behind us. You know, it's I don't. He had no like malice. I feel he's just human. Sometimes you hear, like I mean if. Someone like Gante, who we know he doesn't date and stuff, you hear something, you're excited about it. I would be excited too. I'm, I do those accidental things a lot. I, it's a bad thing, but it, there's no malice. But like the other nurse, I find her super strange because she's always around when bad stuff happens. Like she's always around the gossip. And I don't see her saying anything bad, but she looks creepy. I mean, that's her job, isn't it? Just like, be around whatever. Like, but it's, but how creepy is it the way she looks at people and she analyzes things? Like when that woman was crazy mm-hmm. and singing, you know, like she hears a creepy thing from that woman. She has like a death state. She, she doesn't find it weird. She just looks at her. Like she has this look on her face. That's in when when the when the doctor heard that woman say something creepy, the doctor even freaked out a little bit. This nurse is just like, hmm. Oh, when this bad thing happens, she's just always there when bad stuff happens. It's creepy. Like she has creepy eyes. I, I don't like her. I've, th- that I don't seems like to be the, the the case you're making here against her. Is you don't like her. I don't like her. And then she's there, like, you know, she gave, you know what vibe she gave me when she gave the dinosaur to yeah. to Sangte? You know those evil stepmothers that don't like you, but they like the guy that they married, a.k.a. your dad? Uh, yeah. Like, so they try and buy you stuff, but they kind of, there's something loaded yeah, with that gift. Yeah, I've watched those movies. I don't I, I know. I felt that vibe with her. I just, I don't understand why she would give Sangte a gift like that like and it's just creepy you're a nurse you're not that tight with them like I'm sorry she just seems like that creepy woman that's not tight with everyone but tries to be I don't like you there's something wrong with you no I get what you're saying it's definitely like there's something extra there but we'll we will see why is she always nosy why is she always poking her nose Bruh, in people's it's a hospital business? isn't that what they do I've watched an episode of Grey's Anatomy. Like, she... I'd be seeing her peeking out of windows. And you don't even hear her coming. She's like a cat. (laughs) Like, she just... 
Like here, here's a dually. Um, what? Huh? But after that whole ordeal, Gangte goes out on a walk. Uh, Moon is just watching from the back because the thing is, Moon, when they was there when the event happened, so she saw the whole thing. She saw um, Sangte fall into the water, and then Gangte jump in to get him out, and then Sangte just leaving, and then obviously she saved him. So, but she, yeah. she doesn't say anything, but she does talk to him about it. And he's, he, he goes on this whole speech about like how he, in that moment, he actually wanted his brothers to die there. And he just, he's just been sacrificing his entire life just because of how guilty he feels over that one moment. So he is living perpetual yeah. self-pity over a thing he did when he was a child. A horrible mistake, which yeah. he did... I mean, he did save his brother in the end, but still, like, to carry that your whole life, that guilt, would kill you. Yeah. And and the thing is, she seems so cold, but you could see she cried seeing that drama happen. And then she knows it's true that he did want the brother to die, but she still gives that comforting word that, you know, what, that wasn't your intention. You didn't mean to do that, blah, blah, blah. It's very unusual behavior for her, but she's feeling things now. You can see her. There's something softening in her. She's starting to care. And, oh, man. This, this again, sucks for this relationship. Because later, he, he, Gangte, he goes back to go see his brother much later. That's before, like, someone drops a book about fratricide into his room. About a, the, the older brother being killed by the younger brother. I, I don't know if it's one of her books. He is meddling in I am sorry, somebody meddling. It's either that woman that's being creepy that might be the mother or it's you the know the one you don't like. I'm I'm sorry. I don't mm. like that nurse. Someone Someone's being creepy. someone's being weird and creepy. Very interesting. Because if you think about it, if I think about it now, like all the people who saw the fight happen, they're all suspicious now. Because the only person who would drop a book like that is someone who wants to cause drama. I don't think that woman, the crazy woman was there. I think it was the nurse, the other guy, the nurse there. Um, Moon mm. was there. And like the secretarial staff in the hospital. But that crazy lady wasn't there. So she didn't know about this drama. These guys had drama and someone thought, let me, ma- let me make it worse. Let me put the book there and encourage something worse. Mm. Yeah, yeah, no, there's definitely... Hmm, something's happening. An idea is being put into Sangte's head, which is not a good idea, considering everything. And I don't think it was the Moon's dad either, because no, he's, he's just, just in he's bed. Just, he's just having his own issues that he's dealing with. I feel so. He's. I mean, he's mostly, not, not comatose, but like catatonic, not non-responsive. Yeah, he just... Yeah, yeah he's yeah. he going through and it. And also... What is also happening is after that, Gangte goes to, to goes back to see his brother, but Sung is just ignoring him, basically. So it, it's not it's not working. So he goes he goes his classic route of leaving Moon and just being like, "I'm out, I'm out again. I can't. We can't do this. I can't do this. I need to look after my brother. I promise to look after my brother." And he calls her a firecracker because of the damage that she's doing. But she just calls herself a bomb. So, again, this episode should just be called self-pity. Because everyone's, like, exploding their own emotions on each other. It should be called the 
the most depression the most depressing version of the BTS song Dynamite like light it up like dynamite no I'm a bomb because she destroys everything as we said there's nothing is left when she's done but like I was also kind of pissed at him for doing that you don't kiss someone and then drop them like that no I don't care what you're going through that's mean that's Go ruin another person's feelings right now with that. Go ahead. Now you now you got two for two. The funny thing is, like, after this point, the episode kind of takes, like, it's not as depressing for the rest of it. There's still a lot of depressing stuff that happens, but... They hit us with a lot. Yeah, they, they hit us with a lot and they chill for a bit. Like, we do, um... We do get one of the best lines of the episode, and which is true. If you want to make the people around you happy... You have to find your own first. Which is something that's told to yes. Gangte, and in classic Gangte fashion, he just goes, huh. Like, are you not... Jesus, can, yep. Do you always have to fall back to, I suck, I need to go take care of my brother. Can just, You need to grow a little, my friend. You've experienced some joy these last he, few days. Take I, it. He's so he is stuck. completely he stuck. He gets the best advice from people, but he's so stuck. He's like in quicksand and and he just, he wants to stay in the quicksand. I love how he just went like, after he moved out from uh, Moon, moved back into his old place, he just, he sends Jury to go get his stuff. He doesn't go pack. And I'm just like, oh no. But then we get my favorite, my second favorite character in the show as well. Drunk Jury, who is, she's an actual monster. Yo, when she's drunk, she just, she let him have it. Like, no, no, she, she, let him she was it. drinking with Moon, and it's just like this whole awkward. of the advanced episode. Never mind, never mind, never mind. Forget my accidental spoiler. No, but she, she's definitely going to get drunk again. I mean, we need this character. This character's great. Yeah. She freaking yeah, slaps yeah. Moon right through the face. And I'm yep. just thinking to myself, Moon keeps yep. getting abused by everyone. Like she's been choked, hit, I mean, she kicked. Also stabs people. She also stabs people, Dan. But they're having this whole argument, and Jury's just being like laying into Moon, and I like her face. It's just like she's just taking it like it's nothing. It's like I, I, I genuinely don't care about your opinion. I mean, she's been yeah, told she has been worse. Told worse. But Jury just fucking like those. You know those slap competitions? I don't know if you've ever seen them. But she just, blah, gives Moon one hell of a slap. And then passes out immediately. Before Moon can stab her. She acts so nice to everyone when she's sober. She bottles it in. So when she's drunk, it all just comes out. Like, I really think you suck. Yeah. No, she just, like, she keeps it, you know, she keeps it peaceful on the outside. But inside, it is a raging torrent. That's why I like Goatee Guy. Because he has seen her real side from day one. And he likes it. But the thing is, yeah. Everyone else likes Jury, you know? They but don't Jury see holds this. a lot of resentment for Moon because of their past as kids, which she she brought that up, like, multiple times. Like, you ruined my childhood in this place, and Moon's just like, eh, I don't give a shit. I mean, like, at that point, Moon yeah. is like, listen, people have told me worse. <laughs> like, I just, I got dumped. My dad hates me. What else? Throw it, throw it at me. Go ahead. I cut my hair. Sangjae makes fun of it. Like, oof. Nobody likes anything I do love the fact that the publicist comes to get him. 
And yeah, I do love the fact that the publicist comes together, and <laughs> immediately Moon is just like, "Wait, you like her?" I love how, and he's just like, "Yeah, like well, what's yeah. the big deal? What is?" But then the she goes, deal? "You like her more than me." That's when I got bothered. I got bothered because first you take away Gang yeah. from this girl. You didn't hear that, okay? Now, you didn't give the publicist any attention. You didn't really yeah. care about him. Then suddenly when he quits bothering about you and he finds someone, now you want to take that away from yeah. her as well. That's Yeah, because now she has nothing and she's like, okay, can I at least get this one? And he's just like, uh, I kind of like this one. I kind of like Jury, so no. Like the publicist liked you so much. He put up with you all those years. Oh, yeah bought you this pretty necklace he loves you so much but you 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 didn't care you didn't care the man would run around paying people with juice boxes whenever you did something stupid now when he has someone else oh now it's wrong okay now it's, it's too much yeah now it's a problem but that reminds me of my story i told earlier about my ex but we're not going to get into that so after that we head back to the, the hospital for an extent. We're, we're done with the drama. We're done with the drama now. Now we're back to the whole plot of is the creepy lady Moon's mom? Because Moon's dad hears the song yep. and who do we see singing it? You know, the, what's the song again? Um, Clementine. Okay. Yeah. Here's the song and we see the book lady is the one. I hear that song yeah. again. And the book lady's straight up provoking him this time. She's just being an asshole. She's, she's acting really... I, I, she's scary. Yeah, she's, just she's scary. T- being terrifying. But it's weird. I can't define what she is, but she's just scary. There's like I I can't pinpoint what's her problem. Just that she acts scary. She could be Moon's mom because Moon also acts scary. So they have that in common. Yes, yes. But like I, I I don't get why she's just. I don't know. I don't get why she's just there to torture. I think that's just her thing. She's she just, just wants to start fights with people. She's just she's just there to start a whole <laughs> yeah. fight. That's all. There's no like motivation for her. She just wants to activate yeah. people. But we also uh she then confronts Moon about it and uh it's Moon's birthday today. Damn. And then it gets yeah. freaky. It gets it's like that w- this whole moment right here, I I don't think I was afraid for Moon because I know she can yeah. hold her own. But I was kind of just creeped out how easily this woman just escaped. Yeah, there's something definitely with this woman. Something weird, something wrong. Because someone must have helped you to escape. There's no way a frail old lady could escape. Have you seen the size of that male nurse? Yeah, but that I'm male nurse keeps getting beaten up. Yeah, but he big, he though. His shoulders are big. He can take on an old lady. I know she could be Moon's mom and, like, she's strong. Moon is strong. But you can beat up an old lady. Come on. But, but, but before we get to the end, end, Moon also gives Mangte back so she can be friends with Sangte again. Because if, 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 if Sangte has Mangte, then that means Moon can have Gangte. But Moon is, but uh, Sangte is still like, nope. He doesn't want to give up his brother. Sangte is just... He's in his field. Yeah, he'll get over hopefully. it. Hopefully. He'll get over it. 
she is more likely to hold a grudge longer than Sung and that's no, de definitely. I mean, she's hold she's held a grudge like, her whole life. You give Sung a paintbrush and some, you know, dinosaurs, yeah. he'll get over it. He's he's a, he, he's he's simple. He's a yeah. simple dude. He just and you leave him yeah. alone. Just that's the thing about him. He wants to be just left alone to deal with these feelings. He'll come back to you. He'll be don't nag him. Don't nag him. He'll we do he's get fine. an analogy here with the the story of the boy who cried wolf. Which is um, yeah definitely uh, a repetitive process of someone crying wolf to get out of work, but in this case it's uh, Sung Tae lying about his brother. I still can't like that is that is such a betrayal, lying to everyone about what your brother didn't do, like a thing your brother did not do, but you're telling everyone nope. But surprisingly, Gung Tae yeah. gets his job back. He's back at work. I mean, that boy, oh, he's losing his job, getting it back. Like, he must be a really good nurse for them to keep tolerating well, all this drama. He has the ability where patients don't bite him on the finger. So I guess that counts. That one guy just makes everyone look so good because he's yeah, so he's always bad tired. He's always making mistakes. People are escaping under his watch. People are, people are wandering the halls. I feel like I like him because I get him. Like, I, I'm i always sleepy. I'm always doing a shitty job. <laughs> People always coming at me. I'm like, you know what, boy? I get like We just have that personality. Like, it's just happening to us. I, I totally get him. And, like, Gang Tae is just like, I'm the golden boy because this one. Yeah, Gang Tae just comes in, takes over. It's like, this is how you do it. Because I'm perfect. Yeah, he's so, so perfect, you know? Yeah. He's so... He, he's perfect because he's like a robot. He doesn't get attached to any patient. He doesn't... He just does his job. He goes into that zone of imagining rose, roses and flowers when they puke on him. I, for, I forgot that was the first episode. That was insane. The male... The other nurse, the guy with the shoulders, he's like me. We still flinch. We still react. We're still like, ah, he bit my damn thing. I hope, you, I hope you never get bitten, though. Yo, I, I've i been puked on, but not bitten. Puked on was not fun because, like, this, this is going to make everyone think why I got into the profession. I mean, because, like, I, if I hear the sound of barfing or the smell... Just the sound, even I want to puff. <laughs> oh, I have that. I have that same problem. The dry heave sound. You know when usually in movies yeah, that, people go, "Whoa!" Oh, oh, so I can't. I can't. I can't. I want to die. I want to die. It's disgusting. Like I cannot. I will never forget that day. My sister and my niece. They were in the car. Like they're driving me to college. My first day of college. They would. They were going to drive, drop me off, and then they were going to go to the airport and go home. On the way there, niece gets car sick. Oh, no. And then I had to exit oh, no. the car because I can't handle it. And my brother-in-law looks at me and he's like, how are you going into med school? People are going to barf left, right, and say, how are you going? Should we drive you back? I dodge barf like the Matrix, though. I just I I dodge the sound of barf like the Matrix because I hate it. Like the, the other, sound of like dry heaving. I cannot the sound, like 
Oh. All the other doctors I know, they just stand straight and they just take it like a man. And then there's <sighs> me. I'm like matrix. Like, ah, no. Lol. I'm like, I'm like, no, I just, please, no, sir, no. <laughs> and it's like, they'll be heaving and I'm, I'm there like, oh, excuse me. One second, one second. Bleh. And then I come back. But now he's back. Everything's back to normal. Except, maybe, question mark, mom has escaped from the hospital. And that's where we end. What's happening? I just, I want to know how she escaped. I still don't. Some I, somebody, somebody got her out. I'm, I'm assuming it's going to be Moon. Because they got surveillance. They got, they have, I'm sure, like that hospital doesn't look cheap. I'm sure they got reasonable security. I'm, uh-uh, nah, someone helped her. I don't know who. <laughs> someone. No, def someone definitely helped her. I don't know if it's the doctor, the doctor could also be, he's kind of creepy as well. Because he kind of knows what's going on and he spies on people and he pays the, bribes the patients and stuff. Like, but someone helped. Yeah. No, someone definitely helped. Someone, someone doing something. That was it for episode 9 and 10. We only have two episodes of this podcast left, but that's still like five episodes. And then we're done with It's Okay Not Be Okay. I'm excited to see where this is going. Uh, things got really dark. And then they cheered up again, and now I don't even know where it is. I don't know where things are. This whole thing is just dark, cheery, dark, cheery, dark. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what. Dark, assistant, dark, assistant, and darkness again. The assistant is cheery and cheers me up every time. I, I just want, I, I want my goatee guy to come back. I want his hair to grow. It needs to grow back before the season is over, at least. We need, we need another epic shot of him with the goatee. And the funny slow mo walk in. He usually keeps that look. He maintains that look in his K dramas. It's his look. Good. It looks good for him. Now imagine how it hurts to see him without that. Like when your your characteristic look is to have that. Yeah. It's weird. <laughs> no, I know most Korean men like to have their face really clean, but he's one of those people he should not go for that look. No. <laughs> I agree. It looks really good on him with the hair as opposed to without and it's it. It's not like typical. Like, I don't think a lot of people can pull off that look. It's a very thin uh, facial hair thing. I don't know what it's called. A goatee or what? I don't know. It's like a very thin thing. Like, other men who try that look, it doesn't work. I don't know what to call that thing. Dan, you have facial hair. What? What is that? A goatee? Is it a goatee when it... I thought goatee is just your chin, though. No, ooh, no, it can be both. This is like a 360 goatee. A what? I don't know. It's just round and then there's a goatee. I just... I can be both, sort of. Is there like a subclassification for this facial hair? Dad? I don't think there's a subclassification, but it can sort of be... It's, you know, it's facial hair is very complicated. You know, sometimes I'm just glad I'm not a man because of facial hair because I'll have to groom that myself. Uh, yeah, you will. It's it's a lot of work. That's really hard. I would just shave everything off or go full beard. I just... Both still require a lot of effort, I, I'm sorry to say. Yeah, but like if it's gone completely, if you take everything off, at least you don't have to maintain a shape. Yeah, but you still have to shave it every day. There is no winning situation here. It's always work. The way...
way I grow hair, that would be the, a nightmare for me. Like you just shave it and it's back. I know. And then you look scruffy if you usually shave and one day you were just tired and you didn't. And everyone's like, oh, are you okay? Are you having problems? <laughs> like, no, I slept in. I'm sorry. Like That sounds like a good time. I'm just, like, men got their own struggles. I'm sorry. That's true. We do. I re- we do. I re- and we're working on it, okay? I don't even understand the stuff you have to put on your face to not get cut. Oh, don't. I'm, I'm not going into that. That's, we're going to be here another hour. After shave, then you got the creams and you got the... I don't know what you do. The balm, the, the, the oils. Then you got the bob. The, ver- the, the, the 11 secret herbs and spices. The, you got to get all of that on. The bob bristles you got to brush your face with. I don't understand. Oh. I don't, it's too much. I That's why I stopped. Like, I... No. And then if you have a beard, it's, it's also hard work to maintain. You got beard oil. <laughs> I don't know how you eat. Like, it's it's going to be in the way of everything. And then you get all insecure after you go out and eat because now you got to check your face if there's something. This is just turning into your stand-up comedy routine about beards. <laughs> Welcome. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to Simpin' for the Beard, the new podcast from Sarge and Curry Pants. I say this as I'm legit looking at a picture of BTS and they're just all clean-shaven little boys. And I'm just like, I don't understand. Don't call them clean-shaven little boys. It just makes it creepier. They're, they're so clean and smooth. Like, I'm just thinking... I feel like BTS fans, like, great people, amazing people. I love all of you. But sometimes the way you talk about your biases, I'm just like, don't... We're very, don't talk about them like that. Listen, we're very confused. We go between treating them like babies and then also you're a grown-ass man and and, and, and me. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. Okay, okay. This is the goodest place as any to end this conversation before it gets too much. Uh, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. This has been Simpin' for the Soul. Uh, you can get us on our socials. I'm Wolfman08. I'm on Instagram, TikTok, getting harassed by Afrikaans people, uh, Twitter, and live streaming on Twitch. Also have a YouTube channel, which I'm putting stuff on again now. And then we have the amazing Sergeant Curry Pants. Go, tell them. I'm on TikTok. I make some terrible edits. Some are kind of funny. Some are really, you know, hard stanny. <laughs> I'm on Twitter as well. I'm on Twitch. I'm really on Twitch though, but I, I try to stream more. But I'm, I'm also on Twitch. Um, yeah. She has very filthy streams, Curry by pants. the way. Very filthy. Very but yeah. My edits, I, I apologize. For, for the edits you will see. You're going to have to ask your parents' permission before you <laughs> follow her on TikTok. Like, yo, sometimes it's a really funny edit. Sometimes it's, you know, you need you need to be alone when you watch those. <laughs> okay. We're, go- we're going back down that hole. Sarge is obsessed with getting us down First Avenue. But again, thank you so much, everyone, for listening. It was an absolute pleasure. We will be back next time with episode... 11 and 12 of it's okay to not be okay and remember stay safe stay beautiful and we love you bye bye i mean i like you as a friend but dan loves you guys i'm kidding